to the second episode of A Diary of a Hospice. Um, today we have a very exciting episode today. Um, we are going to talk to a patient at Lindsay Lodge. Um, so my name is Elizabeth Welch, I am the marketing manager here and today we have Bronwyn with us. Hello Hello Bronwyn. Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> so Bronwyn, uh, let's kick off a little bit. Why don't you start by telling us what, uh, what brought you here to Lindsay Lodge? Um, well, I was very poorly and I went blue in the face. Um, and I was brought in by ambulance um, because my oxygen levels were really, really bad. And tell us about um, how you felt when they, I guess, when they t told you you were coming to Lindsay Lodge. I was, I was, well, coming to Lindsay Lodge, I went to the hospital for about 14 or 15 days and I was terrified going there, um, but I had the best time ever once I understood that I should do as I was told um, I had the best time ever and then when I came to Lindsay Lodge I was even more terrified because I thought I was coming to die which most people think that when they're told they're going into a hospice and I'm not dead I'm still here um, I think and anyway um, yeah and I'm really enjoying it but I was terrified at first again I'm not anymore so where did that change come then? So um, obviously you've come through the door and you were, you were quite understandably scared and nervous as a lot of people are. So what is it, um, that moment that when you got here that actually you learned that this was actually quite a nice place to be? It's gorgeous. The people are tremendous. I mean, so are the hospital staff, I have to say. Ty, again and again and again, they were wonderful too. The staff here are wonderful. I've met nothing but kindness from everybody I've encountered. And I'm not joking, I mean super kindness. Um, and I'm not a crier, but I could easily set off if you'd like me to. Um, I don't think you want me to. No, we never want anyone no, to cry. No, <laughs> obviously. But I've been touched by every instance of kindness. Um, cups of tea, biscuits, food, I mean, I, I don't just want to talk about the food, really is the kindness of everybody, everybody's been tremendous, and they put something in the water here, because everybody is very much, very, very young at heart, and in their faces as well, I don't know what it is, they put, put something in the water, I swear. <laughs> well, you've been drinking the water for the next few days, you might find out. <laughs> I might. Yeah, drop a few years, you never know, do you? <laughs> so obviously you've been here a few days now, so do you feel better? I've been here two days, I feel heavier, I feel a lot better, I feel better spiritually, um, morally, I feel as if I'm bouncing off the walls energy-wise, even though I look like a little chimpanzee when I walk still, but yeah. Everything's better. One hundred, no, a thousand percent better. <laughs> Fantastic. That's amazing to hear. So, um, you've met a lot of people while you've been here, and uh, a lot of people. And I keep forgetting names, and I keep saying, "I'm sorry, I'm not being pig ignorance." This is Lizzie. I remembered her name. <laughs> um, so, but nobody's taken me the wrong way at all. Nobody takes it as an insult that you don't remember names instantly or anything. Uh, it's marvelous. So, um, I, don't, well, I don't necessarily want you to, to, to pick out any individual, um, because everyone's lovely here. Everyone's lovely. Yeah, I, I, swear, I haven't had a crossword from anybody either here, and again, I have to reiterate this, 
in the hospital the same. They were all lovely there too. Ward 17, hello, <laughs> and Ward 24. Um, but it'd be, it'd be fantastic, I think, if we can chat about, I guess, some of the care that you've received that's got you to feel a little bit better. So what is it that we've done here for you at Lindsay Lodge? Well, everything. I mean, it's just everything. Everybody's been so great, kind words, feeding me constantly. Um, I swear to God, I've already put on a few pounds, I think, and that's in two days. Um, and I wasn't eating at all, I was really self-neglecting. Um, I just, I can't really explain, but it's just the attitude of people here, they're so nice. Um, the manager came to see me this morning, and I call her Glamorous Karen, um, because there's no other way to describe her. But I think they tell fibs about their ages, because this lady says she's a certain age and I don't believe it for an instant. <laughs> and it's the same with most people here. And I find it incredible. That's our chief exec, Karen. She's very glamorous. Very, she's very extremely glamorous. Extremely glamorous. I wish I'd ever been called glamorous in my life, but it just never happened. I think you're glamorous. No, I don't. No, nobody else does. <laughs> you, I suggest you go and have your sight tested, is all I can say. <laughs> so, um... You, uh, you're obviously doing very well and you are expecting to go home, aren't you, soon? Um, well, I hope not too soon. Not too soon. Because at yeah. the moment my oxygen levels are still high. <laughs> um, but, yes, I mean, I will expect to go home, even though I have a terminal diagnosis. Um, but they've taken away such a lot of the fear. And I can't explain that because if you have a terminal diagnosis, it's scary as anything. But I'm not afraid anymore, um, and the more I'm here, the less and less afraid I become. So, if I get well enough to perhaps live another three to six months, then you never know. I mean, my poor friends might have to put up with me for much longer, we'll see. Um, I could end up doing a little bit of volunteering, I'm hoping. That's amazing. So, how is it that, I guess, that we've helped you remove your fear, because that's worth doing. Because down. Dr. Adcock and um, the lady who runs the lodge, Dr. Lucy, they both said to me, trust us. And if you trust your doctors, it's the first step to getting better. And I would suggest that you trust these guys. Scunthorpe is a flagship now as a hospital and as hospice. Really flagship this place. That's amazing, that's fantastic to him. That's all, you know, I'm blown away. I, I, I'm bouncing off the walls just thinking about it all the time. How much I've come on. And this is two days in here, 16 days like I say in hospital. And it, I guess it's good to get that across in, in the fact that we are working towards getting you healthy enough to and well enough to, to go home because people don't necessarily associate hospice care with that. No, they, they, they think they they're, they're coming, coming here. here to die and it's yeah. absolute nonsense. Um, we all have to die eventually, we know that, um, but the point is, don't associate this place with that, they won't let you, they haven't let me, and like I say, trust, 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 you've got to trust these guys, um, it's so important, they are completely and utterly trustworthy, I am blown away, um, I went to the shop, they've got a hospice shop here, people, you've got to go shopping here, I've done a load of Christmas shopping here. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I've spent about £20 on about 10 articles. There's some real...
quality stuff out there. I don't know who the buyer is, but she's got exquisite taste if it's a she. Um, I bought my I bought my Christmas cards here. They're gorgeous. I've got a card specially for a friend who's coming into a hospital tomorrow. That's gorgeous. Can't remember how much it cost. I think it was 50p, something like that. Um, I've got some presents for friends who I just think, oh, they're going to die to see these things. They're so wonderful. Um, I mean, seriously, I could have gone shopping all day. Retail therapy in a hospice. Can you imagine? <laughs> Amazing. Definitely something you wouldn't associate with us. <laughs> well, exactly, but we're only, well, we, I say, we. <laughs> uh, it's the funding provided is very small amounts. Um, so they have to self-fund, and these things that they do, like with the shop, I mean, for, you know, Christmas um, is so important um, that I, I just want to be out there, you know. And like I say, I spent £20 and I've got so many presents for people. Just take little planters and things like that, and um, cards, what else have I got? Candle. Um, you know, one of those nice smelly candles. I just can't believe I'm, I'm saying all this. It's fantastic, amazing. <laughs> You've got to help them raise funds. I mean, this is so serious. So good, such a good place. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, and rehab-wise, we've had a few of our rehab team with you. What, what kind of work have they done with you? Um, well, I'm breathing. I'm not dead, which is interesting. Um, They've got me talking, I mean, you know, um, eating, laughing, I mean laughing, seriously laughing, and I've still got breathing problems, don't get me wrong, I don't sit here like a maniac, um, laughing like a drain, but having said that, I laugh all the time, I look out the window, oh that's the other thing, there's a right little wildlife patch outside my window, um, there's a big fat magpie lives out there. There's loads of birds. I think the squirrels have just gone into um, hibernation, more or less. Um, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful surroundings. I mean, that's the other thing. You could look out there, and I mean, don't get me. I'm not a great nature lover, but this is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, it is, and our, um, we have a, a garden team that are full volunteers that just come and keep the, this they area. Volunteers yeah, are they volunteers, I didn't know that. See, I, I'm not very good at gardening. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I so appreciate anybody who makes the world a more beautiful place, and they have made it so beautiful out here. You wouldn't believe how beautiful it is. That's fantastic. So I guess before we, we finish up, is there anything else that you wanted to get across about um, your experience here at Lindsay Lodge? Please, please, listen to me. I'm the world's biggest wussy cat, but I have not been, since they stopped me being frightened, both at the hospital and in the hospice, I have to keep saying this, they were equally great experiences. But, I mean, this place is superb. It really is superb. It's lovely. They've really made me appreciate my life. I'm 67 years old, so I'm not really an antique, but the way that I felt over the last couple of months since my cancer diagnosis, 
I felt as if I wasn't worth anything. And now I just feel on top of the world. And it's thanks to the hospice and, and um, the hospital and the doctors and the nurses and the kitchen staff and the cooks and everybody, everybody. Please listen to what they tell you to do. Do as you're blooming well told. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a delight talking to you today. And I think that your story will uh, have not only helped other people, but actually touched them as well. So thank well, you so much. They have helped. Everybody here has helped me. If I can help a little bit, I will be delighted. But please listen to them. Please listen. It's once you get past the fear is the worst thing to deal with and we'll have it to deal with for a couple of days. My biggest enemy when I came into the hospital was something called a nebulizer, and I hated the damn thing. And we're over that now. I am over it. Amazing. Thank you so much for talking to us. <laughs> oh, lovely. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to have my cup of coffee now. Thank you. <laughs>